0: And let's go! What? What? Gotta be here! It is! Oh! Oh!
1: Oh! 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 what's up everybody this is marty it's another episode of extra number five today we're going to be talking about invincible that's right invincible so i don't know where to start um invincible is probably my favorite superhero let me pause next to spider-man and that's saying a lot considering that spider-man debuted in the early 60s I'm a huge fan, have been since I was a kid, and Invincible has already reached reached that same love, has gotten that same love for me in such a short amount of time. Uh, so if you're not familiar with Invincible, Invincible was uh, released by Image Comics. It was created by Robert Kirkman and Corey Walker. I believe the first issue was January of 2003, and it's under the Skybound imprint. That's Robert Kirkman's uh, imprint. So any of Robert Kirkman's books are going to be distributed or published by Image under Skybound. Um, So that series started again in 2003. Uh, Cory Walker drew the comic for the first seven issues, and Ryan Otley was brought in beginning with issue number eight. Uh, the series is complete. It, it has a start. It has a finish. There's 144 issues in that run. Corey Walker's art was just awesome. Um, beautiful line work. Very clean. Um, really nice to look at. And then... Ryan Otley's artwork is very dynamic, very different, but I have love for both of them. Uh, Corey's work is just awesome. And Ryan Otley uh, obviously kicks ass with his art and his art style. Um, Let's not forget uh, Russ Wooten was the letterer. Bill Crabtree was the colorist and the colors always popped on that book. His colors are beautiful. But anyway, we we'll won't get too much into that. Um, so I was first introduced to Invincible by here um, a, a comic shop here in Tucson. I happened to wander into um, it was Charlie's Comics, and I would usually I would go in there. I actually went to pretty much all the comic shops. Um, I had a pull list at at various comic shops, fantasy comics, heroes and villains. Um, but at that time, I didn't have a pull. Um, list with Charlie but I would go in because he always had really good back issues and I happened to go in there and he had his um his comics that you know with the covers pulled off that were his like readers you know his little uh comics that he can suggest to his his customers to take a gander at and he handed me Invincible and I believe it was the first I want to say maybe the first three or five issues of invincible maybe the first four issues he said yeah you can you, you i think you might like this check this out so he let me take him home and read them. instantly i fell in love with the comic and at that time i believe it was only i don't even know if the first trade was out yet so i think it was only maybe five issues deep um i liked it so much that uh well obviously i i bought the back issues um at that time, and uh, and then collected ever since until the the ending of the series. But I took the comics that he lent me back to him. He's like, "Oh no, you didn't have to do that. You know, I was giving them to you." And I said, "No, I want you to keep these at your store so you can recommend to somebody else because I I liked the comic that much." And uh, n- there's no similarity in power set or anything like that between Invincible and Spider Man but it has that feel um that early spider-man feel uh, so just to give you an idea so mark grayson is your average high schooler he works a part-time job at the burger mart and his parents are nolan and debbie grayson well nolan happens to be omniman who's the most powerful and also the most popular superhero in the world so Omni-Man is actually a Viltramite. that's an alien race of explorers, and he was sent to help Earth. Um, in his early time on Earth, that's where he met Debbie by saving her life, or Deborah. And, you know, they got married and they had a son, which is Mark. So, Mark is expecting to get superpowers because he's half alien and that's where... Um, Nolan has his powers from from being uh of Ultramite and right around his 17th birthday after his 17th birthday shortly after uh he begins to manifest his his powers his abilities um he decides to take on the name Invincible and under the tutelage of his father he begins to work as a superhero so that is the basic premise of Invincible um now, going into the book, you're going to see a lot of familiar tropes. There's a lot of um, you're going to see a lot of both Marvel and DC archetypes. You're going to see characters. You're going to be like, "Oh, I know that character. That's supposed to be so and so. That's supposed to be so and so." But trust me, if you are not familiar with Invincible, um, you ha- you you need to read it. It. You think you know the story. And then, you know, apparently Tim and I aren't the only ones that like to do a trickarooskies because Robert Kirkman pulls a huge trickarooski and uh, there's a huge twist. Now, you may have seen the Amazon Prime show. I think Tim may discuss a little bit later or mention that there is a show. And it, it, it does follow pretty well pretty closely to the comic. There are, there's some changes, but I think uh, the essence of the spirit of the of the story is still there. The spirit of the comic, uh, the characters pretty much line up with with their comic book counterpart. Um, it, it's just a really enjoyable read. Um, at that time, you know, Invincible, Walking Dead, uh, Kirkman had done Tech Jacket. He had done his early book, *A uh, Battle Pope*. Uh, f- from the beginning, I mean, I I truly feel that this is his popular work, *Invincible*, *Walking Dead*. I feel this is on par with that. Um, and you know, some of you know if you've been listening to our our show is that I I kind of gave up on *Walking Dead*. I, I sold all my back issues. But I will never do that with Invincible. And Walking Dead was great. I just, it, I just got burnt out on it because it was just everywhere, um, you know. Everywhere you go, you just saw Walking Dead. Walking Dead. I just kind of got, got a little tired of it. But that's just, you know, that's just my opinion. If you're still into it, then more power to you. Um, I'm not t- trying to take away from it, Mom. The reason I bring that up is because Invincible, it, it's staying power. It's just so much fun. It has so many, such a bright and colorful cast um some of the characters are just amazing um a lot of the people that he meets on his journey to become you know a full-fledged superhero it's just it's so much fun the thing about it that i need to mention is there's no cursing in invincible um i'm trying to remember if there is any curse words i don't remember it being um An adult comic book as far as that goes um there is a major um adult theme later on in the series um but aside from that i think that the i I described it to somebody it's it's like what you would want to see from a from a a book from the big two marvel or, or dc would be you know you see these huge fights and you never see uh blood or bones breaking and i'm not trying to sound like a complete gore hound even though i do love horror movies and i like gore movies and all that but it's realistic to me because of the fact that when somebody gets punched um there's gonna be some damage so you're gonna see bones breaking you're gonna see bloodshed um and some sometimes you're gonna see limbs being ripped apart All the stuff that should happen by being hit with uh, a a laser blast or being hit by, you know, somebody with superhuman strength um, or being crushed by something, it happens in this book. So I just, I don't know, I was really drawn to that because you don't expect it. You start reading the comic and you're like, okay, this is, you know, just your average superhero comic book. But. But in a lot of ways, it's not. Um, I'm kind of gushing right now. I sound like a complete complete fanboy, but that that's because honestly, I mean, I am. Like I said, um, Invincible is is up there with Spidey for me. Uh, now, early on, in the letter I don't in the letters pages they had letters pages and the individual issues. Um, there had been talks that there was going to be a, a, a movie. No, we, we've been in talks. There's going to be a live action movie. Uh, Kirkman would, you know, would uh, let us know that they were on in the works for a movie and uh, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg were actually attached to write and direct and it was going to be distributed under Universal Pictures. And apparently, there's still, it's still in the works, but I don't, think there's been any, uh, any kind of update on what's going on with that. And then the cartoon series was released. So, but, uh, I can't say enough about this comic book or this character. He's really likable. Um, he, he has really interesting relationships with, um, the other characters in the book. Uh, you know, and his love interest is, is Adam Eve, who just happens to be um, a redhead and kind of reminds me of, you know, Mary Jane and Peter Parker. And uh, so that's pretty much it. That's just just a quick little, little jump off, <laughs> a little starting point on this extra. But I'm going to go ahead and uh, stop talking your ear off and I'm going to give that duty over to Tim. So again, here you go, Tim. Take it away.
0: All right. Here's my take on Invincible. I didn't know anything about the guy until Marty started hyping him up when we would work together. Now, I was at the Swamp Meet, which is like a local shop-sell-trade type thing here we have in Tucson. And I saw that they had Invincible books. So I called up Marty, and I was like, yo, dude, where should I... I want to check out this character. Where should I start off? And Marty Marty told me to check out, obviously, the beginning. Volume 1, Family Matters. So I picked it up, and I I started reading it, and let me tell you, this book holds up to, you know, the hype that Marty was talking about. It's got, like it got it got everything everything that you would want in a comic book it's got and it's so funny because one little thing about it is like it's it's almost like relatable to like your average high school kid you know in the beginning obviously before you know at 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 the time mark 17 you know doesn't have his powers yet but like you could relate almost to him like going to school and then right after school you got your 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 high school job and you know just doing all kinds of stuff like that and then like i don't know where you know his powers come in and you know being the son of a superhero omni-man he uh he's got all the all the abilities as his father His father being, like, an alien from another world, the best way to describe him would be, I guess, like, Superman for Image Comics. But me personally, I don't like doing that, saying stuff like that. But to give an idea, that's the idea I would give, you know, like Superman. You know, they got superhuman strength They have vulnerability, I'm sorry, durability, um, flight, speed. They have an amazing healing factor. Uh, His father's side of the family, I guess you can say, are Viltrumites. And being a Viltrumite, they have extended lifespan. So they live a little longer than your average human and being half human he's got all con- all the human traits like you know so some say that in invincible having both both bloods inside of him being raised human with the the powers you know make him stronger than each race individual which i guess makes sense to me with invincible you know everything. You, you now I say I, I kind of compared them to like Superman, but unlike Superman, when this kid fights a foe, and this foe is of equal strength, he gets wrecked. You know, like at the end of the battle, when he comes up on top this guy looks like hamburger meat you know he is just wrecked he's bleeding he's you know broken limbs and stuff like that but you know he comes back from it i've seen him and his dad come back from outrageous and, and just like gnarly battles dude where i think i've seen a one where like invincible gets like his guts and stomach ripped open and like you know he's got he he has to like His dad wraps up his, wraps him up in his cape, and you know, he's just gotta like wait it out and heal, heal up. Believe they're on another planet, uh, so they can't, you know, take him to the hospital. So they gotta just like let it heal up on his own. And I think it takes like a while. It takes a long while, but you know, he he comes back from it. Um, he he is. I want to say, like, you know, can you imagine like having the powers of a god, but you're you're still able to be ripped apart? So it's very cool that you know they they created a character like that to where it's not he's not so powerful, and he can still be killed in a in a very gruesome way. So that is. One of the reasons why I like Invincible. They also made a show on Amazon. Uh, One season is out now. Season two, I hear, is rumored to be coming out soon. Now, in the comic uh, that I've read, Family Matters, I read that, and I'm so in the weeds because I jumped into Invincible so late. I read what I can here and there of what I can find, So I have been reading out of order. So what I'm going to talk about next, I'm not going to have too much knowledge about because I haven't come across that yet to fact check it. I'm just going to describe a little bit what I see in the show without giving too much away or spoilers. In Invincible, it holds up to the first book that I've read. After that, I'm not sure if it does or not. Marty says that it does a pretty good job. Marty likes the show. Marty's a very big Invincible fan, so I trust his judgment. Now, in the show, after he gets his powers and his dad shows him the ropes, he meets this teen team. It's uh, like a little superhero team of teens. And that's where he meets, like, other superheroes and other people like him, and he realizing, you know, he's not alone. He's not the only one with superpowers in this city or this world that he's in. And through meeting that, his dad, he meets his dad's team, the Guardians of the Globe. For some reason, I'm not quite sure why Mark didn't want to join Team Team. There's this uh, government guy, Esol, who I think mark ends up working with for the government kind of like a solo type superhero i haven't got to anything yet about <clears throat> why he hasn't joined team team he definitely does help them on certain occasions um or he doesn't he doesn't end up should I, they don't show in the show or or what i've read in the comic about him and his relationship with guardians of the globe but i do know from what i saw there's a reason he's not wanting to join the teen team and i just i it escapes me right now at the moment so without further ado i'm gonna go ahead and jump into dope reads dope read Alright, Dope Reads. The first one I'm going to give off, I'm not going to give too much description about because I don't want to give too much spoilers away, but I will recommend you guys check out the storyline, The Death of Everyone. It's a very good read. I enjoyed it a lot, and I think a lot of you would enjoy it as well. It's not a good starting point for, for first-time listeners, but it is something that you know i would write down and check out when the time comes the death of everyone my second one is avengers marvel team up that's the one where spider-man meets uh invincible and you know it starts up with like invincible is fighting this foe and the port this portal opens up invincible goes through you know through dimensions and stuff and ends up in spider-man's dimension Helps him fight Doc Ock, he he has a little encounter with Spider-Man, and intros are made, and then Spider-Man takes Smart to meet the Avengers. And it's just a whole cool and amazing, dope experience to read and to see happen with Invincible meeting Spider-Man and the Avengers. So I recommend checking that out. Number 14, The Avengers Marvel Team-Up. And that was Dope Reed. <laughs> Dope Reed. So in closing, I'm going to just say this. Mark Grayson is just a 17-year-old kid, you know, in high school. One of my little favorite parts that I like is when the comic book starts off, you know, Mark's in the bathroom on the, on the toilet taking a big old dookie. And his mom is like pounding on the door. telling, Hey, you're going to be late. You're going to be late for school or whatever. Um, Mark's reading a comic book while sitting on the toilet. He's reading a Walking Dead comic book. And now, for those that aren't familiar, Kirkman did The Walking Dead, which also Kirkman did Invincible. Kirkman's done some other awesome things like he's done Marvel Zombies and tons of other stuff. So I thought that was a funny easter egg. Now, the way Invincible came up with his name, you know, he was having a few issues like costume designs and like trying to like find himself, like what what should I be called? You know, or 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 what kind of costume should I get? Um he get he got his name from his principal after being in in the principal's office with a after an altercation with a, a bully, you know, a bully picking on a kid, you know, Mark steps in to save the day and get sent to the principal's office for it. The principal's there telling him, you know, you, I know you're a good kid, blah, blah, blah. Um, you know, just keep your head, keep your head down, you know, keep your nose in the books. You know, you can't be worried about everybody and one of the quotes one of one of the things he's the principal told mark is it's not your responsibility to protect everyone you're not invincible mark looks at him smiles and right there invincible was born so i'm gonna go ahead and close it off with that i hope you guys enjoyed this we will check with you guys next week and peace out and good night y'all yeah. and let's go